1: And right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half from the right back. Simon in the handoff. Ken cuts to the left. First down and more. 30, 25, 20! 20. Simon and on his way! Ken into the end zone! Touchdown Beavers! And the streak is gonna end here tonight! Snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here. Sammy Strotter back to his 30-yard line, starts up the middle, gets to 40, he's got a seam, 45, midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! me sick right Earth is worthless to her she be tripping light. threatening me and my men's, trying to get the light thinking she's but black
0: welcome up. to illegal Stop, participation so the official podcast fun. of the Heinrich tailgater recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heinrich tailgater headquarters i'm your host head chef planner and chief bottle washer bill Heine heinrich joining me as always from the Heinrich tailgater northern command outpost the lead driver and Director of Thermodynamic Lipid Immersion, my co-host and mother the Beege. Beege, how are you doing this uh, blustery Monday?
1: You know what, Billy? Living the dream every day.
0: That's always good. I try. That's always good. So uh, the purpose of illegal participation is for us to spread our inside experiences and passion for the Oregon State Beavers and others, and just generally talk some beaver sports, football tailgating, and screw around a little bit every week. I want to remind everyone you can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device on the Stitcher Radio app. Also subscribe to us on iTunes. If you do, please leave a rating and review. If you want to get in touch with us, there's a couple easy ways. Heinrich at gmail com. Also at Heinrich Tailgater on Twitter. And check out the Heinrich Tailgater Facebook page. Or uh, you gonna say Have Beach? we
1: got any review have we got any reviews lately, Billy? I don't know, Beach. You always ask people to leave a rating and review, but you never look to see if they do.
0: Well, I know. My bad. Okay. Um, you ready to talk some uh, Beaver Sports News?
1: Yes. All right, Beach. First, What's going on in the world of Beaver Nation, Billy?
0: Well, first up is women's volleyball.
1: Freaking love women's volleyball, Billy, and it just keeps getting better and better.
0: It does, Beach. So the red-hot Oregon State volleyball team notched its first win over a top-ten team since two, 20, uh, 2012. Friday night, when they defeated number ten Washington in five sets at Gill Coliseum, the Bees then wow. the Bees then defeated Washington State on Sunday in four sets, giving them the season sweep of the Washington schools since 1984.
1: During the Reagan administration.
0: Yeah, exactly, the Bees are now 21 and nine overall, 11 and seven in Pac-12 play, and they finished the regular season at home this week. With UCLA on Wednesday, and them damn dirty ducks on Friday,
1: freaking ducks.
0: Yes, so things are looking good for the beeves. They should make the tournament.
1: Good. Yes. That's awesome. Yep, yep, yep. That was that was our goal at the beginning of the year. That's what we talked about.
0: Correct. Correct. So things look pretty good. All right, Beej, uh, on to wrestling. We
1: doing in wrestling, Billy?
0: Well, Beach, Oregon State defeated George Mason in a dual meet last week, thirty-two to nine. That must have hurt him. <laughs> George Mason University is smart ass.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Uh, and then uh, last week at the Navy Classic Invitational at the Naval Academy, redshirt junior hundred ninety-seven pounder Corey Grigio took home first place in the weight class, leading Oregon State um, at that Invitational. Now, Oregon State finished eleventh place overall as a team, while the U.S. Naval Academy won the Invitational with a 112.5 points. Okay. Now the Beavs head to Las Vegas on December 1st for the Las Vegas Invitational. So next week they've got this week off, off from of tournaments.
1: Well, it is Thanksgiving Day week.
0: Yeah. All right, Beach, on to women's basketball.
1: How, how are Rue can the girls doing, Billy?
0: Well, Beach. number 18, Oregon State, shot 68.5% from the floor as they blew past Utah Valley State 98-41 last Wednesday night. Then on Sunday, against number 5, Notre Dame, in front of 7,570 fans, the largest home crowd at a Pac-12 game this season by over 3,500 fans, Oregon State led for majority of the game before falling 67-72. to Damn it! Yeah, they lived for 29 minutes of that game. So they they played really good. They long.
1: they lost it at the end.
0: Correct, correct. Um, Oregon State heads on the road uh, this week as they head to Durham, North Carolina, to take North Carolina Central on Wednesday, and then at number 11 Duke on Saturday. So they are not taking Alrighty. it easy in their uh, pre in their preseason matchups.
1: No, it's kind of, uh, yeah, kind of on the hard side.
0: Yeah. Well, and they played really well against uh, Notre Dame, especially considering how young that team is.
1: Yeah, it's just a shame they, they if they led for the darn near the whole game and they lost it at the end. That's just yep. a disappointment.
0: And they had a 10, 11-point lead for, for certain points. But uh, what failed them down the end was just New, uh, Notre Dame out-rebounded them at the end of the game.
1: Hmm. That'll do just,
0: it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, B.H. on to men's basketball. Alrighty. how are how are trace and the boys doing? Well, Trace Tinkle posted a double double last Monday with twenty points and fourteen rebounds, but the bees fell to Wyoming seventy five to sixty six at Gill. That was the game I was kind of paying attention to as we were recording. Oh, that's right, yep, but then on Saturday Beach, drew Eubanks posted a double double with twenty six points and eleven rebounds to lead the Bees to an eighty nine to eighty one win over Long Beach State. Okay. But the bees are now two and one overall, and traveled to Orlando to compete in the Advocare Invitational. Their first game is against Saint John's at 11 a.m. on Thursday on ESPNU.
1: All the way to Orlando, huh?
0: Yep. yep. Exciting. And they could end up playing Long Beach State again, depending on who wins and who loses. Okay. So, all right, bees. Uh, last thing, a um, couple of things first. Uh, f- uh, some football news. Redshirt junior Ryan Nall has been named to the co-SIDA academic all-district eight team.
1: So what does that get
0: you? Well, um, he's been named to the academic uh, team and then they'll announce first and second team uh, places in the next couple weeks. Okay. So, so that's good. Now I have heard some rumors, because um, Nall is a junior right now. Um, with one year of eligibility left, but he will be graduating, I believe, at the end of this term.
1: Do you think he's going to go pro? That was the conversation I heard on uh, on the radio here the other day.
0: I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. That seems a little premature to me. I would be more interested to see if he uh, transfers. Because he could transfer anywhere um basically and play immediately cuz he graduated. Mm-hmm. So All right, uh we we'll, you know, we won't speculate too much on that cuz we don't know. Um all right, beach. Okay. Next up last week uh probably just to possibly get the bad taste of the 2017 season out of everyone's mouth. Uh Oregon State announced their 2018 football season.
1: <laughs> you got to start looking to the future. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what was the news on that, Billy?
0: Well, Beej, oops, I hit the wrong button there. Here we go. So um, up first, um, the Beeves open the season Saturday, September 1st at Ohio State.
1: Are we going to that game, Billy?
0: Uh,
1: maybe. Okay. Maybe. We're talking about it. I mean, because it's been how many years since we've been to Ohio?
0: 2005.
1: You know, I think it's time we go back to Ohio. Yeah.
0: We're going to play that, that, song? that Pretender song. I went back to while, yeah, that- <laughs> but
1: the minute is gone. It's scary how closely we think.
0: Everybody knows that song is Rush Limbaugh's theme song, though.
1: I, yeah, I was going to say, that's that's where.
0: I oh, know, that's what most people, which probably has to piss off Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders.
1: She's pretty big liberal. Oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah. All right, Beach. So that's but I'm sure. Point.
1: I'm sure he's got it. does he have to pay money to borrow to use that song as his intro?
0: Oh, I'm sure, but I'm sure it probably still pisses her off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. Pisses her off all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah. All right, Beach. Um, up next, uh, at home on September 8th for Southern Utah.
1: Okay. okay. I don't have any desire to go to Southern Utah.
0: Okay. Um, up next, September 15th at Nevada.
1: Now nevada- Nevada might be a fun place to go to,
0: yeah, but I believe we have a wedding to go to that day in Nevada, no, in Forest Grove, or somewhere up there, I guess,
1: okay, why do people plan weddings for football games
0: they they plan them for football season when they're not huge football fans,
1: Yes, that's just sad I know. people should. People should have priorities.
0: Yep. All right, Beach. So then uh, that was the 15th. Then they open up the Pac-12 uh, schedule at home against Arizona on September 22nd. Okay. And then they play at Arizona State September 29th. So the Arizona schools to open the season this year, next year back-to-back, as opposed to closing. it. Then they play at home against Washington State on Saturday, October 6th. They have October 13th off at home, October 20th against the California golden bears. Okay. Um, October 27th at Colorado, Saturday, November 3rd home against USC Saturday, November 10th at Stanford, Saturday, November 17th at Washington. And then Friday, November 23rd. So the day after, uh, Thanksgiving, Civil War against the Ducks.
1: So we're having, it's a Friday game?
0: Yes. Okay. That's going to suck for you. That does suck for me. And it will suck for me too. It's it's nice to know that there's suck stuff coming a year from now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's already disappointing me.
0: (laughs) So anyway, so that's the schedule for next year. So at Ohio State, home against Southern Utah and at Nevada. So we'll have to see how those go.
1: Okay, well I'm really liking the idea of going to Ohio one more time.
0: Yeah, I would like to, I would like that.
1: So. Okay, cool. Hey mm-hmm. Billy. Yes. Billy, is that what I think it is?
0: Yeah, I, I hope
1: it is. You know if not, you're getting attacked by a bunch of woodpeckers. You know, I always loved woody woodpecker cartoons when I was a kid. My favorite cartoons. Alright, hold on, Billy. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Billy. <laughs> Yes, Pete. This just in. Mm-hmm. University of Oregon Police Department will gain semi-automatic rifles, tasers, and a bomb-sniffing dog. Really? This is true. Boy. Even though the state board... All of my things are true, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the State Board of Higher Education in 2012 approved a policy that prohibits the possession of firearms on property controlled by any of the state's seven public universities, the University of Oregon police will soon have semi-automatic rifles, often referred to incorrectly by the media as assault rifles, with high-capacity magazines as well as ammo that can penetrate body armor, tasers, and even a bomb-sniffing dog. Now. Now, why would the police need such equipment for an unarmed and ultimately passive group of college students living in Eugene? Who the hell knows? But this shit scares the piss out of me. If the police are scared of the students that they feel they need to have high-capacity ar- body armor-piercing assault rifles at the U of O, then I'm scared to death to go to Civil War, Billy. Oh, geez. I mean, I'm thinking we need to be packing heat or a taser or something. Yeah. <laughs> And evidently, there's no reason to put on party armor, because we're going to get our asses taken out either way.
0: Yeah, good. <laughs> This isn't good. Holy cow.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Frickin' things are bad in Eugene. I didn't even know I it. I guess.
0: I thought if you smoked dope, you were supposed to be kind of passive and chill. Well, they're afraid of
1: something down
0: there. I guess. Jeez. Uh,
1: maybe Bothered the homeless person? population. Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. And, and, and high ca- rounds, I mean, with high capacity magazines, not just the standard. They want the stuff that they want to make illegal for everybody else. So yeah. Wow.
0: And this yeah. is happening.
1: This is happening. Yes, they they, they got they got a uh, they got a grant uh, to buy all this stuff. Holy smokes. Yes. So, uh, so anyway, be careful down there in Eugene. Things are getting serious.
0: Yeah, I would say. Yeah. All right, Beach, are you ready to go under further review for week number twelve in the Pac-12?
1: After further review, the runner did cross the line at the and score a touchdown.
0: Yes. All right, Beach. So heading into last week, the standings were as follows. You and I were tied with 45 out of 78, and Kyle, I hate you, Kyle, was at 49 out of 78. And unless he has some kind of major screw-up, looks like Kyle's going to win win it this year. Really? Well, I just don't know. We're, we're, we're down by four, so unless we decide— didn't Kyle, didn't Kyle win it last year? I don't know. I can't remember who won last year. I think I did.
1: Because I thought he said just take his money and donate it to the group, but maybe that was from a couple of years ago.
0: Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, maybe he did win last year. Quite possibly he did. All right. So beach. All the games were on Saturday, November seventeenth. First up was UCLA at USC. Who'd you take?
1: Oh, hold on here. If I wrote my thing, uh, did
0: you write down who you took? I thought I did. <laughs> Think I'm screwing you or something? Um, UCLA at where? At USC. It was for the victory bell.
1: It's not on my little piece of paper. You know what? I'm going in blind on this one, Billy. I'm sorry. But uh, I I think I took USC on this one. I I said UCLA didn't have
0: it. Actually, we all took the same all the way across the boards on every game. So, yes, we all took USC. Now, USC quarterback Sam Darnold passed for 264 yards and ran for a TD. And USA. USC beat UCLA for the third straight time, 28-23. Now, UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen passed for 421 yards and hit Jordan Lasley for three TDs. Now, with the win, USC will represent the South at the Pac-12 championship.
1: Pretty close game, though.
0: Yeah, pretty close game, yeah. So, and then, Beej, that was on Saturday. On Sunday, UCLA fired their head coach, Jim Mora.
1: And how long he'd been there?
0: I want to say six years. Ah, eh,
1: he had six years. He had time for a run.
0: Yeah, he had like uh, his first four years, he had like nine or ten win seasons, and then it fell back last year, and then he went down to four and eight this year. So, Or four and seven right now. Could be four and eight.
1: He regressed.
0: So, yes, very much so.
1: Mm, it's a shame.
0: All right, so we all got the win there. Up next, Beach, Utah at Washington
1: took Washington on this one, as you and Kyle did, evidently.
0: Now, did you watch any of these games? Um,
1: No. Okay. Well, because well, I was at the, the Beaver game on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then I slept, and then I had to work on Sunday.
0: All right. Well, Washington kicker Tristan Viscano hit a 38-yard field goal as Washington scored 10 points, in the final 58 seconds to beat Utah 33-30. You're kidding me. Now, Washington pulled even at 30 apiece on Myel Gaskin's two-yard TD run with 58 seconds left. Now, after some really poor clock management by Utah, they punted, and Washington got the ball back with 29 seconds left at its own 28-yard line. Jake Browning then hit Dante Pettis for an 18-yarder to near midfield, then hit Andre Baselia to the Utah twenty-two with eight seconds left.
1: They just wow!
0: Oh yeah, wasn't I mean? It was yeah, ten points in fifty-eight seconds. That's impressive in college. I, football. I mean, they
1: yeah, yeah, it's awesome.
0: But even with that win, we'll see if UW will be playing for the for the North.
1: So, because what did what do they have to have happen? Do they well, need Stanford to take a loss, or what? what's the deal?
0: Correct. They needed Stanford to take a loss. And that's the next game we're looking at, Cal at Stanford.
1: <sighs> I believe – well, Billy, who did you pick this week I took Stanford. on that one? I took Stanford. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, I did too. Yep, we all did. <laughs> no, Cal – or Stanford running back Bryce Love rushed for 101 yards and a TD despite missing most of the fourth quarter after aggregating a left ankle injury – as Stanford held off Cal 17 to 14 on Saturday, now Love scored on a 57-yard TD run, his 11th run of 50-plus yards this season. Now, with that win, Stanford eliminated Washington from the Pac-12 championship race.
1: Wow, the team that I thought was going to take it with no problem.
0: Correct. Correct. Hmm. Because of tiebreakers, they cannot go.
1: Wow. Okay. Yep. So the Huskies, the best the Huskies can do is uh, uh, what, the Holiday Bowl?
0: Uh, it all depends because now they all choose. It's not, there's nothing set in stone.
1: Oh, really? It's not like top one team, top two team goes not, this not, way? Not
0: like it used to be. They've got more flexibility to choose teams.
1: So they can actually just pick the team that they think is going to uh, bring the most uh, revenue.
0: Possibly. Yep. All right, beach, Next up, Arizona at Oregon.
1: We all took Arizona on this one, Billy.
0: Correct. Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert returned after missing five games and led the team to a 48-28 to 28 win over Arizona. Now running back Race Freeman ran for four TDs in the win, which made the Ducks bowl eligible and gave Freeman the Oregon TD record. Really? Yep. Now Arizona quarterback Khalil Tate was held in check with 159 yards and a TD passing and 32 yards rushing. They really did a good job of.
1: I heard they did a nice job of uh, of uh, shutting down their defense.
0: They did. They, they the defense really shut down Arizona's offense.
1: Yeah. So. All
0: right, Beach. So none of us got the win there. Uh, last up, Arizona State at Oregon State. And we're
1: all still Beaver believers, so we all picked the beeves on that cold
0: Saturday. That is correct, Beach. And DeMario Richard ran for 116 yards and three TDs, and Manny Wilkins threw for 164 yards and two TDs, as Arizona State held off a late second-half Oregon State rally, 40-24 to on Saturday. Now, Oregon State cut the lead to 40-17 to after a fourth-quarter field goal. Then the ensuing onside kick and touchdown made it 40-24. to and things were looking pretty good until quarterback Daryl Garretson mishandled a snap deep in Arizona territory. And if they would have scored right there, that would have possibly cut the game to 40 to 32 with another kick to come. Mm-hmm. So they, they really did a good job of trying to get back into it. But, I mean, they just started out, they got bum rushed early on. They were down 21 nothing, and gave up 200-some-odd yards in the first quarter. Yeah. No time flat. Now they did better the rest of the game. I think uh, Arizona only ended up with a little 450 yards or so. But mm-hmm. You gave up, you know, almost half of that in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was funny because normally Mom's usually pretty positive, and she's sitting there in the stands, going, well, "What everybody else has been saying for the last like three or four games is we spend a hell of a lot of money." on these tickets and, and all this every year, and I deserve better value
0: for my money.
1: And uh, yeah, I thought well, she... and it's just...
0: It's... Part oh. of it is, and, and it's... The Beavers have taken an inordinate amount of injuries this year. Mm-hmm. A ton. Um, their cornerbacks have been wiped out. I mean, literally wiped out by injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, you lost your starting quarterback. They, they've... They've lost a ton of guys to Andrews this year.
1: But our coaching has been pathetic.
0: Well, and I agree. And the end of this season, we're just kind of limping in. Yeah. So, anyways. So, yeah. Beeb's lost that one. Got one game left at Oregon this week. We'll see what happens. So, Beach after week 12, the Stanisaurus falls. Kyle's at 52 out of 83. You and I are tied with 48 out of 83. Mm-hmm. And the only ways we're going to win is if we go completely opposite of Kyle this week, okay? Or, and hope he just sucks, okay? So, all right, Beach. Uh, let's talk about the Pac-12 and the polls. Uh, first up, the AP poll: USC comes in at 11, Washington State's in at 14, Washington's in at 15, and Stanford at 20. In the USA Today coaches poll, USC is in at 10. University of Washington at 14, Washington State at 15, and Stanford is in at number 20. Now, Beach, the playoff polls, which were updated last week, in the first four spots were Alabama, Clemson, Miami, and Oklahoma. Now, all four of those teams won last weekend. I wouldn't expect them to change. Okay. And the Pac-12 checks in at the playoff poll with USC at 11, Washington State at 14, Washington at 18, and Stanford at 22. I would not expect any Pac-12 teams to make the playoffs at all. Okay. Which is just too bad.
1: Yeah. We beat the hell out of each other. Exactly. Except Oregon State. We didn't beat the hell out of anybody.
0: Yep. True, 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 true. All right, Beege. it is now time for the Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week Award. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. Every week we like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And this week, Beej, it's it's going in for sportsmanship. Now, do you know who uh, Baker Mayfield is?
1: No, I can't say as I do.
0: Okay, he is the
1: – Sounds like a boxer.
0: No, he is the starting quarterback for um, uh, Oklahoma.
1: I think he should have been a boxer. No, hmm.
0: no he's not. But uh, he's the starting quarterback for Oklahoma. Now, did you see what he did this week, Beach?
1: I did not, Billy. You know, I don't have TV. I work a lot. and okay. um, I live up on a hill with uh, – barely have running water. So what do we yeah. got?
0: Well, Beach – Today, Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield was twice brought to tears while addressing his actions in Saturday's game at Kansas and his feelings on the resulting discipline for his final home game this weekend.
1: did he pee on the did he pee on the field
0: no uh what mayfield said was quote playing at o u is something I have always dreamed of. Not starting is what it is, but not being a team captain is something so much more. It would be hard if it were a regular game. But it being my last one here ever, it means a lot more. It's going to be tough. So what happened, Beach uh, Mayfield's not going to start Saturday's game against West Virginia. It's disciplinary action. Um, he will also not serve as captain um, on Oklahoma's senior day. Now. What uh, did he do? Well, during the third quarter of Oklahoma's 41-3 win, notice that 41-3 win. Yeah, so it was a beatdown. In Lawrence, Kansas, Mayfield grabbed mm-hmm. his crotch and appeared to yell, F you at the Jayhawks' sideline.
1: Um, the score pretty much did that. You didn't need to actually do it with your hand in your junk.
0: Exactly. Now, Mayfield, who is the front-winner to win the, trophy, the Heisman Trophy, said that while difficult, he understands the head coach's decision and even called it necessary. Um, Mayfield said, doesn't matter who you are, you need to handle yourself the right way. It doesn't matter if you're the starting quarterback. If you don't act the right way, Coach Riley, and this is Lincoln Riley, who's the mm-hmm. head coach at uh, yeah. Oklahoma, is going to discipline you and that's the way it needs to be. Um, now, Mayfield also struggled to compose himself when asked about his family. And, and One, I applaud Lincoln Riley for at least benching him for the start. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know how long he'll be held out of that game you know who knows um but uh (laughs) exactly beach the scoreboard says all it needs to say you
1: know know that that's what i always tell people you know when especially when you're at an opposing uh, even as a fan and people say rude crap to you dude the scoreboard says everything it needs to say. Yeah. That's that's the score. Whether I like the referee or or whether I thought there was some chicken crap going on, the score is the score. And at the end of the game, that's what it
0: is. Correct. We're we're kicking the crap out of you. What what? Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially especially when you're up by what thirty some odd points. Correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. So you know I I appreciate him not pissing and moaning about it and taking responsibility mm-hmm. for what he did. But, yeah. Dude, you're a senior. Grow up. Mm hmm. You know? So, Baker Mayfield, for just displaying some horrible sportsmanship, this week's Jackass of the Week Award <laughs> is for you. Now, you know what's funny? Because we haven't had too many, like, horribly, horribly jackass moments this year.
1: No, not really. Not not those ones where you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that happened."
0: Exactly. There's been a couple, but not like there used to be. Yeah. So, or not like we've had expected in the past. Alrighty, beads. Let's move on to our musical interlude of the week. Now, beads, when we were at the game on Saturday, you and Gibby and I were sitting in stands. What were we gonna say? actually
1: can. Can I just go into it?
0: Well, I want to read Danos. Well, I want to read Danos. I I was I was gonna give Dano
1: credit. Okay. So. So here we go. So Malcolm Mitchell Young was the co-founder, rhythm guitarist, backing vocalist, and songwriter for the band ACDC. Except for a brief absence in 1988 uh, to confront alcohol abuse issue, uh, he was with the band from its November 1973 beginning until retiring in 2014. Uh, born in the UK, his family moved to Australia after the big freeze of 1963 in the United Kingdom. Malcolm Young was 20 when he and younger brother Angus formed ACDC in 1973 in Sydney, Australia. For 41 years, he'd been gracing the world with amazing hard rock tunes and inspiring hundreds of guitar players around the world. In April of 2014, he took a break from the band. It was later revealed that he had dementia and by September was admitted to a nursing home where he was receiving full-time care for complete short-term memory loss. He just passed away on Saturday. One of my first concerts was ACDC, and I have never seen so much energy from four guys on the stage that were all pretty close to dad's age. Truly. Yeah. So to keep with our theme of of songs for movie soundtracks and with the suggestion of our listener, Dano, we are picking a song from the Stephen King movie, Maximum Overdrive. The soundtrack was actually released as the ACDC album, Who Made Who. It is a collection of classic and new ACDC tunes that were used in the film. The fifth song on the album is titled Right On, and was originally released on Dirty Deeds album of 1977. I would say it is one of my top ten favorite ACDC songs. It has a sad, slow, blues feel to it. Uh, The lyrics talk of a man reflecting upon his past mistakes and his intention to change his ways and just keep trying. So here you go, people, as a tribute to the late, great Malcolm Young, the song Ride On.
2: To lie. I'm just another
0: There you go, Beach, Right on, Malcolm.
1: It's a great song. You know, um, I remember you and I watching a um, – or I don't know if you watched it. I know I did. It was like a Behind the Music on ACDC back when VH1 had those quite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember them talking. There was a um, – there was an ACDC show where – I did they rush the stage or something?
0: Oh, I believe that was like in Utah or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, I, uh, a couple and fans got trampled. Did they not?
1: Yes, I think I think that was the case, and they 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 died. And I remember the interview of them, and I remember them saying, "I don't even think they could interview Malcolm on it." No, um, it bothered him so much that he wouldn't answer any questions on it. He didn't want to be talking about it because. Um, he was so distraught that, that fans coming to their concert were, were killed uh, for such a stupid thing. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I just uh, – I remember that. And, and so fr- from watching that, I just assumed that he must have been a very uh, emotional guy. And and uh, anyway, hearing that he had dementia just really upset me because he seemed like a really good person. Yeah. So – and that's a terrible way to go. Terrible, yeah. terrible disease. Yeah. So okay, enough of of uh, of that. So what's next, Billy? All right,
0: B.J. It is time to look for the final week of the regular season in the Pac-12, week number thirteen, the the last week where one game can
1: redeem however many other games. Eleven can redeem a lost season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's all we got. All of our eggs are in this basket right here.
0: Correct, Beach. All right. Okay. Um, all right, Beach. First up on Friday, November twenty fourth, so day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cal at UCLA. I want
1: the team that Kyle is not picking.
0: Ooh, we can do that because he turned in his picks. <laughs> okay, so Kyle says, "Puking my brains out this evening. How was your night? Ooh, I don't know what's wrong, with Kyle. Sorry, Kyle." Couldn't happen to a better guy. <laughs> oh, God, that's rude. <laughs> sorry, Kyle. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm sorry you don't feel well. Seriously. Thanks for getting your picks in, though. All right. So he says, uh, Cal at UCLA, new coach beats no coach Cal. Okay.
1: I'm new taking coach, UCLA.
0: So he's taking Cal. I'll take UCLA. I, too. Actually, I would take UCLA anyway. Just because I think they'll throw the ball all over Cal. That's okay. so at UCLA. All right. Um all the rest of the games are on Saturday, November 18th. First up, Arizona at Arizona State for the Territorial Cup. I am taking whoever Kyle is not taking. Kyle is taking Arizona State. I'll take Arizona. I too will take Arizona. I think Arizona's a better team. All right, next up, Washington State at Washington. For the Apple Cup.
1: I'm going to think really hard about this. I'm going to pick the team Kyle is not picking.
0: <laughs> Kyle's taking Washington State. So you're going to take U-Dub?
1: Yeah, I am going to take U-Dub.
0: I too am going to take U-Dub. Oh cramp, 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 cramp. <laughs> My leg is cramping. Oh god. Okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. It went away. All right. Um. Uh. Okay. <laughs> We're bastards. Okay. Up next, uh, Kyle says Washington Cougs, Cougat. Oh, Kyle's taking Washington. So you're gonna take Wazoo?
1: Um. Yes.
0: Okay. I too want to take Wazoo. God, we're bastards. All right. Up next Notre Dame at Stanford. Uh, and Kyle is taking. Kyle said Notre Dame and the Pac 12 looks bad.
1: Um, well, then I'll take the opposite. Stanford? Yep.
0: I'm just afraid Bryce Love is going to be hurt. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Okay. Um, and the made-up um rivalry game, Colorado at Utah. The made-up one. Well, because they brought them in at the same time and just kind of made them rivals.
1: Yeah, just because they're the young, the mm-hmm. young Pac-12 teams, mm-hmm. the newbies.
0: So Kyle, <sighs> Kyle says. Two teams look at each other and say, I thought we were supposed to be better than this. Colorado. (laughs) Utah. I'm taking Utah also. Okay. Up next, the final game, Oregon State at Oregon, the Civil War. Oregon State. I, too, am taking Oregon State. Kyle just says, beeves. So, there we go. We'll see how that plays out. (laughs) <laughs> kyle we are sorry you're not feeling well but thanks for getting your picks in appreciate that all right beach uh you know i was gonna do a tyner Boyle makes me want to puke play of the week but i haven't <laughs> been able to find the uh play um they didn't replay it on tv and i haven't been able to find a thing of it and it's actually pretty sad because it was the uh beaver who um dislocated his elbow on that play yeah yeah, it was, that was pretty sad. You know, and as soon as it happened, I knew something was wrong. Because I was going off. I just saw when he landed, his arm was awkwardly placed, and he wasn't moving it at all. Wow. Yeah, so dislocated his elbow. He also had a dislocated shoulder in that game, too. And so I said the bees were just losing more and more guys.
1: Yeah, to falling apart.
0: Yeah. Alrighty, Beach. Well, you and I will be going down to the uh, Civil War game this week hmm We make uh, the pilgrimage every other year.
1: Mm-hmm. Dodging bullets and taser guns.
0: Yeah, I guess this year, huh? Down on the mean streets of Eugene. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. we little nuts down there.
1: It's like the Compton of the North.
0: I guess so. Um yeah. Now, uh, if anyone else is going down, you know, get a hold of me. Maybe we can meet up down there a little bit. Um, I figured beads will be over here about noon.
1: Yep, that'll work. And
0: then we'll head down. Should okay. put us down there about one thirty, two 2 o'clock. A couple okay. hours for the game. Sound good?
1: Sounds perfect.
0: All right. Um, well, beads, it's time for your segment, the Rosie Ruiz Cheaters and Horrors. She's just a girl. She's a ball. She's a ball.
1: The Rosie Ruiz Cheaters and Horrors of the day. I, I had to put this together late. I had a busy day at work. But I found this one interesting. So today's cheater and whore is a, a lady. I'm not going to say she's a young lady because this happened back in 1984. Uh, but she is a, la- a lady named Madeline de Jesus. Have you ever heard of Madeline, Billy? I have not. Okay. Madeline was a track and field star from Puerto Rico and competed in the 1984 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. Now, now, um, Now, here's one for you, Billy. So, like, Puerto Rico is like all, oh, USA, we're part of you. Give us money to help us with the hurricane, right? We, we, we're we like Americans, right? But then when the Olympics come around, they're like, oh, no, we're not Americans. We're Puerto Ricans, you know, bow down to our physical strengths, right? Pretty much. Hip- yeah, a bunch of hypocrites. I mean, you know, Guam has, like, a uh, Guam has a uh, Olympic team. They usually send, like, five people a year. But that's just so people can get the hell away from Guam, you know? It's not like they ever win a medal or anything. It's more or less like just a glorified vacation for them. But I digress. So going back to Madeline de Jesus. While competing uh, in the long jump competition at the 1984 Olympics, she pulled her hamstring. And the next competition she had uh, was the 4x400 four meter relay. Uh, but there was no way in hell she could run it. So do you know what she did, Billy? What would she do? She enlisted her twin sister, Margaret, to run her spot in the relay. Seriously? Honest to God, grabbed her twin sister. And just like a good Scooby-Doo ending, she would have almost gotten away with it, too. Except for the co- the coach of the Puerto Rican team found out and pulled his team out of the final. Really? Yes. Evidently, he knew uh, it was going to get out there, so he uh, called it early and, uh, and pulled him. So yes, grabbing your twin sister because you pulled a hamstring. Wow. Yep, she's a they're they're freaking cheaters.
0: Yeah, that's that's some of this stuff always amazes me.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh,
0: just amazes me. You know, I guess it just you know,
1: uh, I love sports and I love competition, and but I also like and I don't want to say equality, but I like fairness. Uh, I don't think things are equal, but things should be fair for both sides. And these these people, these it doesn't matter what sport you're in. I mean I've gone through a lot of cheaters and whores there on every freaking sport. And they are so obsessed with winning that the rules, the standards, any kind of moral compass be damned. Mm-hmm. We want to win. And, and I mean maybe it's the money. Maybe it's the fame, the glory. But what is it when it's such a shallow victory that you cheated to get it?
0: Yeah, what's the point?
1: yeah yeah so but i guess for some people that's all that matters oh i completely agree yeah so there you go madeline day jesus today's cheater and hoa
0: wow that's i'd never heard of that one before Mm -hmm.
1: and it was at the 1984 olympics at the coliseum back when there was still a track around the stadium
0: yeah yeah
1: inside the stadium
0: all right b do you have anything else to add
1: I'm looking forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Not looking for the day, looking forward to the day after uh, after it. But then uh, Saturday, I'm looking forward to celebrating our one and only Pac-12 win for the season.
0: Well, let's hope so, Beeves. Let's hope so. That would be great, wouldn't it?
1: It'd be amazing.
0: Alright, Beach. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 104 of illegal participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, there's a few ways to get in touch with us. Heinertailgator at gmail.com, at HeinrichTailgator on Twitter, or HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Remember, listen and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a rating and review. Also, you can listen to us on your Android or iPhone device with the Stitcher Radio app. Beach! Billy! We're slowly rolling down the, uh, season here. Just a couple more shows till we take our end-of-season break. Okay. But uh, I, if, I
1: saw where uh, Kurt made a comment that uh, he would like us to uh, tailgate for a baseball game or two this year.
0: It would be more possible this year than last year. Mm-hmm. Last year with our trip to Asia and everything else made things really difficult. Mm-hmm. So, but we can probably work something out for a baseball game. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely do some cheesecakes.
1: I've always... I would either that or, you know, sometimes just a traditional hot dog one is fun, too, just mm. because it's, you know, no, I baseball. Agree. All right. Okay. So you can sign it off, Billy.
0: All right. So uh, until next week's beach, especially this week when we got to play them damn dirty ducks, go B. what's up squeege
1: what up my negro
0: how you doing
1: living the dream dude living the dream
0: and we are recording Well,
1: that's exciting
0: you're telling me since last time it was a royal pain in the butt Okay. all right so remember we're going to do dano's suggestion for the song i got it all written up i was going to ask you good perfect Perfect for perfect perfect. perfect. Alright. Make sure this is ready to go. Get danos. Nothing from Kyle yet. What was that? I said nothing from Kyle yet freaking sucks okay um you ready with all your stuff i think so okay how's the weather over there
1: um wet
0: okay we're dry right now not
1: as windy as it was
0: we're dry right now so um